Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Hello. Kevin and Mike talk movies. I think this is like the fifth one. The it might be. One. And uh, these are the episodes where Mike and myself, we each previously picked a movie. We watched the movie on our own times. We took notes. And now we're back to talk about those movies today. Yay. And don't forget, at the end... We're picking two more movies. Yeah. Are you going to hit me with like rant, like multiple choice again no. this week? No. No. Because I had some loaded if we were going to go multiple we choice. We don't have to do that. I mean, that was just the thought I had. I felt bad last time that I only, I was like, you must watch this movie, Kevin. And you were like, you know what, Mike? Here's some options. <laughs> well, I was just curious on which one you would pick out right. of those options. Okay. But anyways, let's get this started. And... stupid but hey i know you're gonna do yeah i was like how (laughs) when is when is this happening i don't know (laughs) like Uh, if it looks too stupid i'll 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 pick a different one no that's cool i'm I'm used to looking dumb online it's fine (laughs) all right so opening statement you got opening statements um let's see no not really i did watch uh a movie Watch out! He did, and I didn't write it down, and having trouble remembering it right now. Not to well, put myself cool. on the spot like that. I wanted to quickly mention that about the copyright thing. You know, if you watch the last movie talk episode on YouTube, yeah, that whole chunk was missing because we got flagged, and we, yeah, I don't know. We're still learning. We don't know yeah. all the fucking rules and regulations for us using clips from movies it's not like we monetize i thought i, it, I thought it was cool if we didn't monetize i know it, we make it seem like we really know what we're doing we're very professional about everything <laughs> right but uh that's not we're sorry not to let case. you down we'll pull the curtain back we don't know what we're doing we're not really uh oh was that your i got i remember the movie i just watched it the other day go ahead beverly hills ninja oh shit chris yeah. farley bro classic that, is, that yeah. one is good. Yeah, it's like underrated. I, I mean, I liked it more when I was a kid, for sure, but I still laughed at a lot of parts. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Isn't Chris Rock Chris in it? Rock is in it yeah. in a lot of it. Yeah, he's like one of the main characters. And it's got Liu Kang from like the original OG Mortal Kombat, right. which was nice. Right. And then just Chris Farley, of course, which is nice. Love Heart. Yeah, I was enjoying that. Um, yeah, that's but a good flick. That's the... That's the one movie I watched other than uh, other than these. Right. So that's better than last time. Hey, yeah. That's one more. You got than last one in. Time. I did. <laughs> one thing I wanted to me- like, I feel like I should have mentioned on the uh, "There Will Be Blood" that the first time I ever heard of drainage, drainage, Eli. 
was from The Simpsons. Do you remember that? Where freaking like the school struck oil, and then Mister mm. Bourne, Mister Burns, like steals all the oil. He's no. basically uh, Daniel Plainview. No, I'm not no, as a uh, school in Simpsons as you are. I think uh, that must have been before that movie. So yeah. Is Eli or is H W okay? No, he isn't. No, he isn't. <laughs> and then another thing I wanted to mention was that because, like, I, we were talking about Norm McDonald last time, and I mentioned how he was on My Name Is Earl, and mm. he looked like the Burt Reynolds getup. I f- I failed to realize that Burt Reynolds was like in that show too. Really? And it, it was his dad in the show, no Norm's shit. dad. Until he died, and then Norm took over, and that's why he's dressed like that. Oh, that's he dressed awesome. like Burt Reynolds. That's awesome. That is cool. That is yeah. the shit. But yeah, all right. Other movies I've watched: Edward Scissor's Hands. Nice. You know, guy with scissors for hands. Yeah, he's Pretty all like, fun. He's like, <laughs> he, he's like, he didn't wake up. <laughs> hey man, Johnny like, Depp, guy really like Winona Ryder. Yeah. That one took two sessions because me and Sarah started it and I was falling asleep. Nice. And then I, I went back later and watched the rest without her. Had like you, half an hour. You've seen it before, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I haven't seen it in a while. It's been a while. Uh, basically, like the chick I dated in high school, I think like every girl, every white chick between Johnny like Depp. the year 2005 and 2007 <laughs> was uh, obsessed with Johnny Depp. Yeah, so and, I saw t- all and Tim of them. Burton, I guess. I saw all of them, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I just, you know. <laughs> Right, Benny and June, like every yeah, single, Benny and June. Yeah. Bro. Actually, I kind of wouldn't mind watching that again. Yeah, I showed Sarah He's that very one skilled ca- with semi the, recently with the chopsticks and the shoes and right, stuff. Right, but yeah, Benny and June, old Johnny Depp. Uh, another one I watched is the Meyerowitz stories. You heard of that one? Mm-mm. New and selected. Nope. It's a Netflix movie. Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman, Ben Stiller, Adam Driver was in it because he's in everything. Just for a second, like he wasn't a big part of it, but um, it was pretty good, man. It was like uh, uh, Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller are like half brothers, and then they have a sister too. But Dustin Hoffman is their dad. It's basically about their relationship with their dad and how it's this is kind of rocky. When did this come out? Because I like Sandler and Stiller and Uh, not that long ago. I think like a couple years. Oh, okay, shit. I fucking missed that one. Netflix movie. Yeah, check I, that's that like one the out. second time in a row you've mentioned Adam Driver. Yeah, I know he's in everything, bro. That's what you're saying. Like, I guess he is. Shit. Uh, what was the name of that movie again? The Meyerowitz Stories. The Meyerowitz. New stories. and selected, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Another one was 127 Hours. With uh, Franco, Franco, the guy caught in the uh, boulder. Yeah, I've never seen it, but <laughs> I know the story. I mean, yeah, it's like cringy at times, you know. Yeah, as you can imagine. But you but, already know how what's gonna happen, right? If right. You've heard the, I guess if you've heard. Still the a good story. movie though, but like oh, I was cringing so hard at certain points, but that was fun. It's like Saw with a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, for the cringe factor. Yeah. Um, have you seen that, uh, the one on HBO, Malignant? You seen it on there? Not yet, no. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. It was, uh, eh, the acting I thought kind of sucked, but, um, I'm not big into horror anyways. 
Well, that's the uh, the guy who did all those uh, Insidious movies, right? I think that's what I seen was the same director. And I only saw like part of the first one of that and checked out. So yeah, I don't know. I've, I've only seen pieces of those time, too. Like another try, another yeah, another I'd go. Give him another time. Shut up, Mike. But uh, it had like kind of Stranger Things vibes. But I guess it was a fun concept. But I do like Stranger Things. Yeah, me too. So. It's supposed to be a new season out. Yeah, soon. And then like last one, uh, full capacity. Which is a comedy documentary about, you know, the New York comics uh, throughout the pandemic and about how, you know, they got back up to full capacity. Sam Morrill is the main guy who did it. If Mark Norman's in it. Joe List. If we're, if we're, including, uh, if we're including documentaries, I watch two movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Documentaries, okay. for sure. I watched the uh, Michael Schumacher documentary on Netflix, the F1 driver, Formula One. I love oh. motorsports, so that was cool. And it was like a lot of it was in German. I had to read a lot. Oh, yeah. But, so it was still cool. I'm just kidding. I don't mind subtitles. But yeah, that was it was interesting. Being a motorsports fan, it was a nice watch. Yeah, so yeah. I watched two movies. Uh-huh. You go to a race or something, too? I think I saw uh, that on Facebook. Yeah. Well, we just uh, had some friends from out of town, and we went to the museum. We were just going to go to the museum, and they just happened to have a race going on that day. Nice. So we hung out and just watched um, some cars go around the track for a little wow. bit. <laughs> yeah, love that sound. <laughs> it's the best. NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. My dad was a huge Jimmy Johnson fan. I know, you told me that. Your dad lucked out when he picked <laughs> his driver because he won a lot. And a lot of people hated him because he won so much. <laughs> but your dad was just having the best time. <laughs> So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Johnson ruined a lot of people's hopes and dreams. My brother Casey was uh, the M&M's guy, Kyle Bush. Oh, Kyle Bush. Bush? Yeah, Kyle Bush. Nice. So your dad your dad and your brother picked like a couple of the most decent ones. Yeah, good good driver skill-wise for show. For show. Woo! Left turns. Um love them. <laughs> <laughs> you All put right. me in front of a TV with cars making left turns for three hours. Some I beers. can never be happier. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. simple. Be a simple kind of mama. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess we should get into them now. We stop spinning our wheels. See, racing. I see what you did see there. What I did. <laughs> okay. uh, the gears are turning. Um. You pick. I think we'll go Game Over Man first. That's cool. Is that cool? That's cool. I feel like we've been doing yours first a lot. That is cool. Game Over Man. What a movie. 18% Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) I was going to say, (laughs) Did you look at that? No, but that... I'm not too surprised because I did read some of the reviews. I didn't see the Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. But it's got a 46% audience audience score. score. They did get ripped up pretty good in some of those reviews for it yeah what did you expect yeah i don't don't want going in they went hard they did (laughs) they did screenplay by anders holm i think they all helped write it yeah he wrote he like he like physically wrote out or typed the screenplay but i mean you know those guys were yeah it was like all four of them kyle knew a check director i guess 
first, which if you've never seen Workaholics, or if you have oh, yeah. seen Workaholics sure. on Comedy Central or whatever, that's the, the three main characters. Yeah, Adam Blake and Durs. Is their this is their movie where they play the three main characters? Right. And uh, same guy directing. Same type of humor. Yeah, pretty much. Like I was. A little, conf- I was like, why not just make it a uh, workaholics movie? But They're talking about it. I've been it, hearing them on the podcast talking about it. Like the way they, uh, just the way they interact with each other. I'm like, you could have, you know, I don't know. That was one of my notes. I was like, seems like I think they would. It was workaholics, but they just had to change the names or something for yeah. some reason. Who knows? Like, yeah, it could have been like they stopped working at Telemericorp. I think Comedy Central and Netflix kind of bump heads because of like comedy specials and shit like that uh, i don't know some heat going on i've heard back some shit about that um they, yeah. i do know they had a budget of 27 million dollars which is a pretty good budget but i don't know what they grossed because it's on netflix so netflix i don't have those anybody. they don't tell their numbers yeah that's true so um i was a little disappointed because i like my numbers um but yeah 27 million produced by seth rogan and his crew Produced them, gave them some money. I'm sure that helped out quite a bit yeah. to get them to make the movie they want to make because it's clear that Netflix just let them do whatever they wanted. <laughs> they I didn't love really that have Netflix, any, dude. They really, yeah, they, they really give the the artist freedom. Yeah, to they a didn't, certain point, I think they didn't seem to have any restraints on them uh, content-wise. Yeah, uh, d- Kyle Newichek is the director. Did you see the other one he directed? He directed uh, Murder Mystery with Adam Sandler. No shit. And, uh, I haven't seen that Jen one, Aniston. but I yeah. know it. Yeah, I thought cool. that one was pretty decent, actually. The last uh, sort of Happy Madison Netflix movie I watched was The Wrong Missy. Oh, uh, that, that one was I, funny. I liked it. Anyway. Yeah. But it's weird like thinking about Kyle Newichek directing, directing Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler and, and Jen Aniston. That's cool, though. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I absolutely love these guys, man. They're fucking so funny. Yeah. I, uh, the mail-order comedy guys. Yeah, sort of dumb stoner-ish, Still, but yeah. Kevin got Workaholics me, is he one got of me into the it, yeah. best fucking shows yeah, love in the, the, show in the recent years, man. Speaking of workaholics, I got that um, basically they started writing, brainstorming and writing some of the ideas out for this movie in between filming season one and two of Workaholics. But then the show took hold and they got so busy doing Workaholics stuff, it kind of sat on the shelf for a while until the Workaholics run was done. And then they're like, okay, let's fucking, let's make this, let's make you know, this, fucking this movie, action bro. movie homage, which it's kind of like, and act like a regular sort of action movie, which I appreciate because right. I grew up on Arnold and Sly and Van Damme. I grew up on all that shit. Die Hard. I have that in my notes too. So, it's like this feels like the movie they really wanted to make because I know they're big movie fans. Yeah, and they like all them type of you know, mm-hmm. Die Hard and shit like that. Yeah, you can tell just off Workaholics, yeah, that they're big movie fans for sure. Yeah, I feel like they. Kind of did make the movie they wanted to. Um, so just, they start the movie. The three main characters are working as maids in a hotel, like yeah. a big fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. They're it's roommates. It's hard for me not to call them by Blake, Durs, and uh, Adam. Yeah, we could because I don't remember their names in the movie. My bad. I, I have it in here somewhere. 
It's like Joel, uh, Alex. Yeah, the whole time I wrote them down, it's just Adam, Blake, Adam, Blake and, and Durs. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, they're they're roommates, kind of stuck in life, not going anywhere. You know, just yep. kind of cleaning, hotel, cleaning rooms. hotel rooms and <laughs> smoking salvia. And they're all like, "Yeah, salvia." Isn't that weird that, that they picked salvia? That is weird that they picked salvia. <laughs> yeah, the drug of choice. I think it's kind of funny because no one's ever really done it. Yeah, I did a few times back. Well, I mean, back like in the as day. Oh, and like the movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like salvia was popped up for a couple of years. I think I did Maybe it people one still time. do it. I don't know. I was dumb and did it like two or three times. It takes me a few <laughs> times of doing hard <laughs> shit before I'm like, I'm good uh, on that. Like, had a, I don't think I had any good experiences on salvia. I thought no. I was melting. Then like they had that K two shit that which I never tried that. We like did the Mad Hatter or whatever. We I think it was like spice is that is k2 spice mm-hmm. yeah i remember that yeah. yeah going to the you could like go to like a flea market or like a karma record store i believe and like buy that shit mm-hmm. and it's like so much worse than weed <laughs> it didn't make any sense they sort of have a legal type of uh edible here now really delta eight or whatever it's called no shit. i hear it's not quite as psychoactive i don't know what it's all about but it's legal I haven't tried it yet. I got, I've seen it down here at this gas station, though. New shit. Well. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's all smoking uh, salvia, and he's lying on the bed, and mm. they, they're they all playing with the condoms and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Snakeskin. <laughs> and they fucking... There's, like, condoms everywhere in this room. Fucking with him while he's on salvia. Yeah. Yeah, like, right off the bat. Like, I actually wrote right off the bat... It seems not at all different than Workaholics. The banter back and forth between the three main characters, what they're doing. I'm like, why isn't this just a Workaholics movie? <laughs> but I don't know. I got over that after a few minutes. But I was just like, eh, you know, I like literally thought like it must be like a studio. Like they couldn't use the characters. Is the right, only thing I could come. Yeah, that's the only thing I could come to because it's like they're really their characters. Are not that far off from what they played on Workaholics. No, not at all. So I was like, well, there must have been like they couldn't do that. But anyway, uh, yeah, the guy who walks in when they're playing with the condoms is shit. That's King Batch, who I've seen like I've only known him through like Vine and shit when Vine was a thing, and uh, like just some short internet videos. But he's funny on those. Um. Then you see what Daniel Stern from Home Alone. Oh yeah, he's the manager of the hotel. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like a creep, but it was funny to see him again because he looks kind of the same, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can tell it's him, but it, age has done a little bit of a, a number on him, I guess, as it would anybody. But yeah, uh, he's one of the wet bandits opposite Joe Pesci. He, he was uh oh yeah, he was um he was on an episode of Workaholics too. And so was King Batch. Um, that was a good episode. He starts shooting birds out of the fucking sky and shit. I don't know. So, uh, so basically, it was like a celebrity coming into the hotel, and the three guys want to pitch them an idea because they're sick and tired of being maids. Being maids. 
Or and what do they call them? Uh, waiters. Some, yeah, yeah waiters, they call yeah. Them waiters. So they, um, but they have like, you know, half cooked up ideas, and one of them is like a uh, a controller suit for Nintendo. Um, it's called Skintendo. <laughs> And so they're going to pitch the celebrity guy, Skintendo, to try and get some money to, to jumpstart it. Uh, so the celebrity shows up. They're supposed to leave him alone. He's got an entourage. And they're able to get up there and talk to him. And his they, butler. His butler guy is the dick. Yeah. And they're able to actually pitch him the Skintendo. And he agrees. Yeah. And he writes him a check for $200,000. Right. And then pr- pretty much like right after that is when like the bad guys show up. Yeah, when the yeah, the bad guys show up and they kill that old guy down there in the uh, parking garage or whatever. Yeah. Just the typical kind of like stereotypical bad guys, like the guy that got to play the bad guy, I forget his name, but he's literally played a bad guy. Yeah. In a lot I of movies. I don't know his name either, but He was in Walking Tall with the Rock. Um Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. That was Johnny Knoxville, I think. Oh, okay. Walking Tall. Yeah, that was Knoxville. Which one was with Sean William That was Scott? the rundown. Oh, okay. The rundown. Mixed up. All right. Yeah, it's easy to do. <laughs> the early rock um, movies. When he was still going by the rock, he hadn't made he hadn't, he hadn't made it far enough yet to drop the rock uh, name. Right. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, where were we? The, uh, the bad guys show up. The bad guys showed up. It's like, you know, sort of like TakeOver. If you've seen Die Hard, they come in. They have they have the big crew. They got the computer guy, uh-huh. the smart computer guy. They got all the, every guy you need on your crew. They all have the goons. a Yeah, you got the, like, uh, the sort of loose cannon, always killing somebody, and that's this chick. Oh, she yeah. was in, like, one of the Underworld movies. It's not Kate Beckinsale. She was in the Underworld movie where it wasn't Kate Beckinsale. I forget her name. I, I was just him. like... Not as pretty Kate Beckinsale, but still pretty. Anyway, she's the loose cannon. You got the bad guy leader. You got the loose cannon. You got the tech guy. And then you kind of got, like, just the regular goons. Yeah. And then there's the two gay guys. The two gay guys. The gay goons. Which, that guy's name is Steve Howey, one of them. Uh, Also, Kevin from Shameless, that guy, if you know Shameless. Yeah. Which is like one of the best characters in Shameless, in and my was, opinion. And he was on Reba, too, back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> I only know that because like, uh, my dad and my stepmom used to watch that show back in the day. And he was like the dumb boyfriend to their daughter, who's like an idiot. But like, like he played football and was the quarterback and he's, shit, but he was a fucking dumbass. He's but he was fucking dumb hilarious. Shameless, too, yeah, he was, in the best way. Yeah, he was hilarious in that show. He was just clueless and dumb. <laughs> yeah, on Reba. He also did uh, an episode of uh, Workaholics too, the one with the uh, Jack Black in it, where yeah. the funeral one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was in that one. He was like the one. He worked at Medieval Times. He used to work there, and uh, Blake is trying to get. Him oh to yeah, knight him. get knighted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I remember now. Yeah. 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 He was. He had a nice bit in the movie. He was in it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Game over, man. Yeah. Yeah. The end, uh, how, the ending though with him, um, yeah they want to they pitch the skin tendo. You also got the guy from Scrubs in there. There's a lot of cameos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy from right Scrubs at the what is it like the top 
party where they're having the uh, in the hotel. Yeah, where the it's like all the celebrities are hanging party out or whatever on the roof or whatever. The dude from Scrubs. There's uh, Shaggy. Oh yeah. The singer Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. I forget the name of the and song. And then you right got now, Steve-O. Steve-O's there. And there's like... Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen's in it. And uh, that dude from like Talking Soup or whatever from the East Show. Joel oh, yeah, something. Uh, Joel McHale. And then there was another female kind of comedian chick. She stabs him through the head with the heel of her shoe. Oh, I don't know who I that is. I forget her name. And then... Uh, Jillian from Workaholics oh, is yeah, in it. Oh, Jilly Bell Jillian. shits her pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bad guys come, and they're rounding everybody up, and uh, she shit her pants, and they're like, <laughs> you need to go, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's trying to blame it she's on She's trying to blame it on somebody else, and she shit her pants. And they're like, whoever shit their pants needs she to be removed. She's like, yeah, I agree. You should remove her. <laughs> she is so funny. She's just, I love her. Yeah, she's, she's like fucking hilarious. One of the best characters on Workaholics. and <laughs> She was funny in the movie for sure. Oh, I wrote down here, when they were pitching that they, like his first line when they were pitching it, do you like black people? <laughs> so fucked. Because you can control this black guy with this suit. Oh, man. Um... God, yeah, I think you really do have to like these guys' humor in order to like this movie. Yeah, um, I, I like Workaholics, and even I struggled through parts yeah. of, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be keep it one hundred. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, I don't know if you're homophobic, you might not like it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of frontal male nudity in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know um that's when they chopped the dude's dick off yeah uh the loose cannon chick ends up uh chopping daniel stern's dick off <laughs> and there's just this cut off dick on the ground and that's when that's so the 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 dudes are coming down in the elevator they're pissed oh, about yeah, the check dude. or whatever. They're gonna go get the the check back from Daniel Stern because when the uh, when the Bay, the big the celebrity, bay. writes them this two hundred thousand dollar check for for them to develop the Skin Tendo uh, idea, uh, Daniel Stern, their manager at the hotel, takes the check from him and gives it back, mm-hmm. and so they're pissed off, and they've thought about it, and they're gonna go back and get that check. And as they're coming down in the elevator and they get off, they see that the loose cannon chick has just cut off Daniel Stern's dick right. because he's being an asshole. Oh yeah, he's being to like the a manager, perv. being a pervert asshole to the uh, to the chick who's trying to manage the hotel. And uh, so she cuts his dick off. Oh yeah. And then they see that she cut his dick off. And they go back. And up then they the go elevator. back up, and then now they're getting hunted by the bad guys, kind of a la Bruce Wayne, <laughs> or not Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Willis. It's funny they're stuck in the fucking elevator, and they're trying to like go up through the ceiling, but they can't really. And then uh, it shows like the elevator door opening with the guy sitting there with the gun, and there's no one in the elevator, yeah. so he's like fuck, and then he runs away. The guy with, and then the other elevator opens, and they're still right there. They're still to there, go. just lucky. Yeah, there's like. <laughs> You know, when you walk up in a lobby, you got the button in the middle, up or down, and there's an elevator on each side. Uh-huh. Yeah, the bad guy had the gun on one. It was empty, and then immediately the other one opens up, and they're 
they just they got didn't make it <laughs> lucky. Yeah. They just got lucky a lot. They get lucky a lot in the movie, yeah, but that's yeah. kind of part of it. Yeah, there's a lot of movies like that. Yeah, where they, I mean, Fast and the Furious, just to name a few. Are I they, saw that last one. The movie was fucking insane. Really? Yeah. Where'd you watch didn't, that? I watched it by accident at the drive-in. Oh yeah, I think you told me. Yeah, not <laughs> parked at the wrong screen. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, I had my I had my station turned tuned into the movie I thought I was watching, <laughs> and like the, <laughs> the whole time during the previews, like it's a little bit off, like the audio from the videos. Last week it was like that, and I'm like watching it, and like <laughs> I like I like I, I yell over to the people in the truck next to us. So I was like, "Is your is your radio off too?" And they're like, "I don't think so." And I'm like, "Man, it's weird." You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why is my station like? Why is my signal?" Yes. not getting the movie right that doesn't make any fucking and sense and then like it did like it did like the different opening it was like a different opening for a movie but then like universal studios showed up and i'm like okay something's off uh-huh. i pulled up the sheet and like sure enough i had parked at the wrong screen at the drive-in <laughs> and now i was just stuck watching uh fast uh whatever fast it was yeah fast nine <laughs> and having not seen any of them like the last four Shit got out of hand, like pretty pretty big. But anyway, sidebar over. Sorry. Um, hey, nice. It hung. It stayed. <laughs> so then I think we're at the auto erotic scene. You know what I'm talking about? So oh. they're they're in the room, one of the hotel rooms. The bad guys are looking for them, and so they come up to try and hide. Yeah. And uh, they all kind of have, like, different ideas, but Adam. I know. It's like they all have kind of different um, jobs in the movie. Like, one's the idea guy, one's the uh, engineer. Yeah. And then Adam's pretty much, like, the pitch guy and the guy who, like, keeps them all together. Um, but. So, yeah, they have to come up with a plan. The uh, Blake and Durs, they hide behind the uh bed well first you see me he's like i have a plan and he takes off his belt oh yeah and he, he makes it seem like he's about to do some <laughs> shit and he's like does it yeah and then it just cuts, it cuts to the bad guys coming in the room looking around and they open up this closet like this uh sliding closet doors or whatever uh-huh. and uh adam's in there and <laughs> he's, he's got, got the belt around he's got his the neck. belt wrapped around his neck <laughs> And then it like pans down, and he doesn't have any pants on. He's got his he's, he's got, got his, his hand dick. hand on his dick. Yeah, and, and he's just like acting like he's dead. He's just playing dead, <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the two bad guys end up being uh, gay lovers. They start talking. They're like, uh, "He's like, man, I don't." He's like, "I have a bad feeling about this. Everything is going wrong. Everything's going wrong, yeah." And then the other guy's like, "I know." He's like. I just don't want anything bad to happen to you. <laughs> and he's, you know what I mean? It just starts like, like escalating more than yeah. you find out that they're they gay lovers and they, they start making out. They're about to fuck. They're about on the to bed. fuck. And like, he's like in the closet. <laughs> pretending to around be dead. his thing, but he's like, he's like looking around and shit. And yeah. like the other guys are hiding beside the bed uh-huh. when everything's taken off. So yeah, they're fucking right next to but, um, the 
Yeah. So they um, attack them. They're on the bed, and the, the two uh, gay guys are getting ready to get it on. Fucking smashes dude in the head with the Yeah, lamp. it gets really brutal. This shit's brutal. Yeah, this movie is brutal. It's uh, kind of gory. And gay and gory. Gay and gory, yeah. That's, <laughs> those would be two things that describe this movie very well. Action-packed, uh, gay, gory. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And then, uh, so they, they attack the two guys on the bed. Uh-huh. Uh, they knock out Reba guy and right. uh, Shameless guy. They knock him out. His uh, boyfriend thinks he's dead. And he's like, you killed the man of my dreams. Right. And like charges at him and starts beating him up and shit. <laughs> he's like, I'll be your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't beat me up. I'll be your boyfriend. And he just starts, he's like beating the shit <laughs> out of him. I could be your boyfriend. Oh, and I, uh, what happened, so... Adam still doesn't have his pants on. This whole fight scene is going on, and dude's dick is just out flopping around like during the whole scene. Yeah. He gets like kicked off into the into the bathroom, and he like screeches back on his ass cheeks. I got kicked in the chest really hard one time. Yeah, and then uh, Anders is fighting him, and uh, the dude like Sparta kicks him into the TV, right. and then he charges at Blake, trips on a cord or something, falls. Busts his, Bust his neck on the uh, dresser. The boom, he's dead. Yeah. And they get up and they're like, what, what happened? Everything okay? And Andre's like, I just got Sparta kicked. And then, uh, <laughs> he's like, I got kicked. He's like, I just got three. Or, yeah, he's like, I got Sparta kicked or 300 kicked. <laughs> and um, then, yeah, and then he finally puts his pants on. That's when they start to look at it like a video game. He's like, you kill the people, you take their shit. That's video game 101 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. That's what, that's what you do. So the, now they have a couple guns and shit. Yeah. Um, and then that's where I have the Steve-O part. Okay, which we have a clip. We have a clip. We have a clip. <clears throat> Roll the tape. Good old Steve-O. We're going to watch that new uh, Jackass when it comes out. Whenever it comes out. We'll be there on the front lines. I'll be there. Oh, man. The f- I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I think it's the oh, 54 it's, yeah, second Yeah, that's one. right. I think. I've been watching you, Bayawadi. The, the, the U.S. militia faction. <laughs> what do they want with him? Well, sure. sometimes the government's politically correct it's hands slow. get tied in knots. It's forcing the well, people to... We don't want to fuck there. it up. For the people watching, I'll this is back. the bad guy. That's Bay, and that's his butler. He's the celebrity they pitched the Skintendo to, and they wrote him the $200,000 check. So he's been, like, laundering money or something like that into the States. Yeah. He's been moving money around, and so the bad guys were kind of hired by the U.S. government to handle this. And so he's trying to get, like, bank numbers, like, or bank codes or something to get the money you know that yeah, old like millions of that old scenario give me the give me the yeah give, give me, me the, the code. codes for the money give me the codes yeah. you know every action we need the codes <laughs> so that's what's happening right here and he's threatened the uh, government he said he will kill a hostage every 15 minutes until their demands are met and so here we go. Here we go. I've been watching you, Bayawadi. The, the, the U.S. militia faction. What do they want with him? Well, sometimes the government's politically correct hands get tied in knots, forcing the people to protect their lands from unwanted invasions. <laughs> invasions. I'm not a fucking invader, bro. I love America. I went to Florida State. Peep the bill, bro. I'm here to have fun. Fuck. Drink. Pop Molly. Yeah, he was What's great. What's more American than that, bro? 
Money. $500 million transferred into an offshore account. $500 million? You like are this crazy, guy looks Mr. Like Albino a... bad guy. That's not going to happen. He doesn't have that bit. kind of cash flow available. It, it's all tied up in assets. The yeah. bonds. Yeah, he's the dude that Does was a walking tall and all that shit. Free up some of those assets. Man, I get it. This is a prank. It's just kind of dark, man. Like, knock so you can come out now. <laughs> Damn, okay. God damn. Come on, man. We told you we can't. There, there, there is a way. <laughs> can you rewind it? Knoxville, you can come out Knoxville, now. you can come out now. Oh, <laughs> I got to see Steve Owen at the uh, at Morty's like Comedy stand, Club. Yeah, that was fun a few I years think ago. Drew did too. That was a good come time. out now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me go back a little further. Well, because like what he says after he's shot. Cracks right. me up. <laughs> yeah, listen closely. Yeah. It's just kind of dark, man. Like, knock so you can come out now. <laughs> Steve, oh, Steve, you okay? Come on, man. We told you we can't. <laughs> there is a way. Steve, you he okay? just watched him get a shot in the head. He's like, Steve, oh, Steve, you okay, man? Like, no, he's not. <laughs> he just got shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that till yeah. we, fucking, <laughs> till we clipped this out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Steve, oh, <laughs> Steve, you okay, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's just Steve like Knoxville, you can come out now. <laughs> oh my god. What I, a perfect cameo, I was not dude. expecting that when was when I was watching it the other day. I was not anticipating that at all. I know. You said you watched part of it. How far did you get into not it? Not very far. Okay. Yeah. So all right, yeah. cool. Oh, that is hilarious! I hadn't, I hadn't what, made it that far. What a great idea to, to put Steve-O, Steve-O a cameo of Steve-O. He's like, it's good. He's like, he I get it's it. A fucking it, prank. It's pretty dark. Right? <laughs> it's pretty dark. Though. <laughs> he looks out Knoxville. <laughs> hey, you could come out now. Steve-O, Steve, you okay, man? <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> Whoever thought to put that line yeah, in there is if, fucking genius. Yeah, if he improv that, <laughs> great. That's an awesome line. Wow. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. That may, like that part, I don't know, that may have been my biggest, uh, Big la- biggest laugh, laugh of the movie. Yeah, right there. <laughs> it's so good. And then, uh, yeah, so they kill Steve-O. They're the other celebrities that Joel... Joel McHale. Yeah, and him and that... Uh, that woman, he's like, he tries to make oh, yeah. him. He tries to make him fight to the death, and that Joel McHill guy is like, "I'm not gonna fight this chick, okay? I'm just not gonna do it, okay?" And then, wham! He gets fucking like a heel, like a stiletto Straight type, to right to the dome, and he's dead. <laughs> like it didn't take long for that to happen. Yeah, she she didn't freaking think twice. Nah, yeah, she didn't. She killed the fuck out of him. Um. Uh, and then there's uh whenever they're they're in the room the group of dudes uh they're in the room with the still with the dead guys well they think the dude's dead but uh and then they have to come up with a plan to get out of there and they they rig together that thing uh the washboard like the little zip tie thing zip line yeah yeah they basically tried to make a zip line from the building they're in the hotel to the building across the street. Uh-huh. Using zip ties and, and a getting, washing board or like a yeah. ironing board, I mean. As they're doing that, um, 
uh, the but, dude from Reba and whatever. Yeah, he yeah. starts. He to starts wake to up. wake up and he's fighting them and shit, and they get stranded out in the middle. Basically, it was funny. They referenced Hep Home Alone right there. Did they? Oh, because Kevin yeah. McAllister is something, and then uh, it's just that. funny because the Home Alone guy is in that movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, dude wakes up. Um, so they're out just hanging on in the middle of these two buildings out up in the air yeah. by zip ties and shit. And um, the two cops that show up are at Adam Ray and Andrew Santino, mm. two uh, you know L.A. comics. I like uh, Andrew Santino a lot. I think I've showed you a clip of his uh, podcast with Bobby Lee, Bad Friends. You may have, yeah. Yeah, I don't know Adam Ray that much, but it was cool. I never, I didn't notice that last time I watched it that it was them two. Um, scratchy, scratchy. They're stranded, and they end up. Uh, the wire breaks. And, like, they basically, like, slide down in through a window, and there's, like, the the tech guy, the bad guy groups in there on the computer yeah. doing hacker-type shit. And then there's the big guy giving him shit. there's the big, dumb guy giving him shit about being a nerd. <laughs> he's, like, eating a sandwich, and the big guy's oh, yeah, like, the sandwich. you give me half a sandwich? He's like, if I wanted to eat half a sandwich, I just would have bought half a sandwich. <laughs> anyway, he gets... They come sliding in. They take out that guy. Crash He's dead. The window, yeah, kill the big guy. And then, um, through just circumstance, the other guy gets yanked out the window by the bed crashing. Yeah, He's yeah. dead. And uh, yeah, they're just like bumbling through <laughs> this whole funny. thing. And yeah, the they bad keep guys getting lucky to, kills, dude. Yeah, the and bad the, guys start to think they're like professionals or some shit kind of thing. Right. The guy that got fucking dragged out by the bed and shit and splattered on the ground. <laughs> Adam was like, it's like a human-sized ketchup packet exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they didn't shy away from the, <laughs> from the graphicness at all. Oh, fuck. That's, that's a funny line. Um, and then you find out that the butler's in on it. Yeah, the butlers. He's the maze. Actually, he was the Phantom Menace all along. Star Wars, and I think reference. that's like a play on like the butler did it thing. Yeah. That you know, it's like a common. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in it the whole time. To in screw murder over, mysteries. Get his money back or get money out of the guy, and then so, so now that everybody knows he's the main bad guy, he shoots the dude who shot Stevo. To take over like firm control, and then as a way to try and get back at the bay. So apparently, at some point in time, the bay, the celebrity guy who wrote them the check for Skintendo, made his butler eat out the ass of like a nasty uh, <laughs> stripper or something one time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, so to get back at him at gunpoint, he makes the bay eat out the butt of some big dude. <laughs> And he just owns he, it. He just owns it. He yeah. just does it, and he <laughs> he's like proud about it and shit. Yeah, he's like, let me get back in there. He just yeah. pulls him away. He's like, it's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this dude's bare ass. Um, yeah. And then, um, unfortunately, you see they blow Pontius up a dog on the news. Oh yeah, Chris Pontius was on the news. He's like, Steve-o! <laughs> yeah. Steve-o! Um, and then that's, that's when the Shaggy you know. thing happened. He makes Shaggy sing a fucking song. 
It wasn't me. Yeah. He makes him sing It Wasn't Me at Gunpoint. <laughs> it's funny because he, he does the chorus all slow, and then he starts to go into the, the verse. And then it cuts off. It. He stops him. <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah. then they they go to uh, the, the room that Alex lives in. He's like ashamed that he lives in the uh, hotel room or yeah. whatever. He's got all his shit. He's growing salvia there and fucking... It's kind of like an unraveling of all the of their friendship for a while. Like they're oh, all yeah, at each they, other's throats. Yep, yep. And not oh, because they fucking cut him out. They were doing improvements to the Skintendo oh, without yeah. him knowing. Yep. Adam, without Adam knowing. Um. But they come together. They like figure it out, and they come together as a team. Eventually. And. And uh, yeah, they use the, the salvia to like. Trip him out. Trip out. Yeah, the lady. What's her face? And Anders smokes him. And then there's that scene where fucking Adam is fighting that guy in the kitchen. And then, uh, you know, the meat slicer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he meat slices his face, yeah. his ear off or whatever. Half his face off. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The whole time they're like killing like, people. Ah. They're, they're like, sorry about it and shit. Not trying to really hurt anybody. It's fucking brutal, dude. He's it just is. slicing his fucking face off. It's very graphic. Um, and then they're back in old Jizz Blaster's room. Uh, <laughs> and they get mad at each other. They're still mad at each other. And they start shooting e shooting near each other oh, yeah. just to fucking we got scare a, each other. We got a clip. <laughs> oh, we got that yeah, one? I got that clip. All right. <laughs> is that the one minute one? I think so. We'll see. I think it is. Great. Back in El Jizz Blaster's room. <laughs> so what now? Nothing. Okay. We're done. You ruined our best shot at ending all this. Fuck you! Okay, good. You're fired up. So I won't take that personally. Now let's use that energy. Alex, take it personally. We're done following you around for good. It's the unraveling. Ouch. Whatever. You guys are doing he just got done okay without me, right? Off. Working yeah. in secret on this Contendo Joy suit? How long has that been going on, huh? Jesus Christ, years. <laughs> I can't believe I followed a loser like you around for years. I'm not a loser! Whoa, James, no! <laughs> you just shot at me? <laughs> I shot near you, bitch. Okay. Me too, then. <laughs> It's just sort of a funny concept. Guys, stop! Shut, Shut up, baby dunk. dunk. My game is Joel, you <laughs> idiot! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Ah, so much fun. Fucking loaded, dude. Put a through your skull. Well, if this was loaded, I'd come sideways on you like a cow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because you'd come out the other side and I'd just suture it up. Oh, okay. Well, then my gun has a bayonet on it and I'd uh, unsuture it. Oh, really? Face. Guess what? I got more sutures. Suture, suture, suture. Motherfucker, you spell suture. You spell suture. I'm, I'm doing this too. This is <laughs> <laughs> fucking loaded, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so intense. 
<laughs> just when it's he, so childish. When he goes, I'm I've... doing this too. Let <laughs> <laughs> <And> me <he> laugh. <laughs> Yeah. I th- oh man, Adam is probably my favorite of the bunch. He's so f- yeah. fucking funny. Well, what's funny is I was trying to find out like more behind the scenes production stuff, right? Uh-huh. I couldn't find anything, but I did find some like uh, I'm burning up. Uh, I'm always burning up. Like <laughs> interviews, like they had like Adam Devine was on Good Morning America to <laughs> plug this movie, which you wouldn't think is. Right, a good area to plug the movie. If you've seen the movie, you're like Good Morning, Good Morning America. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, he's definitely uh, charismatic and charming. He had the uh, Good Morning America ladies laughing their butts off. Yeah. Apparently, he's been in like a shitload of movies I've just never seen. Pitch Perfect. Uh, yeah. Some with Zac Efron. He did a movie with Robert De Niro too. Oh. Uh, Vaguely remember. Yeah, they were talking about it on the show, but anywho. Um. Yeah. Okay. The the other gay dude finds him, starts torturing him with the muscle stimulators. Stimulators. He puts some like uh, lava rocks in a towel and is beating the shit out of him. But they end up killing him. Alex steps up. He's like, (laughs) he's like, take your own dick, shove it up your own butt, (laughs) impregnate it, have a butt baby. (laughs) Uh. So yeah. Kills him with like spray and pray, dude, yeah, like because the, they like tackle him down. And he just he, Anders and Blake are on either side of him, uh, and then uh, Adam is just spraying with a gun. He ends up only while they're shooting, all still like taped or like taped to, chair. taped to chairs, yeah, and, like, whatever uh, massage table chairs or whatever you want to call those things. But yeah, extremely lucky. Shoots him, kills him. <laughs> he could have easily killed both of them. Yeah, easily. Um. <clears throat> And then that's when they build the Skintendo in the fucking they use, in the hotel, and they use uh, they use his body, Reba's body, Reba, <laughs> Reba guy's body, Reba guy's body. Uh, yeah, they use him, and they can control him with this suit. Yeah, but they can only do so much thing. They can only spin and fucking walk Punch. or something. Yeah. yeah, they put like yeah, they armor him up and give him <laughs> rocks as fists. And yeah, he's like a hammer. They're fist. using the dead guy as a Nintendo Skintendo suit. And then that's when, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that much desire. Metallica oh, yeah, plays. Play Metallica. Um, well, yeah, you know. Joel comes out as gay. Which uh, nobody's Blake. surprised. Yeah, yeah they're not they are, surprised. They're like, yeah, we know. Every you're time like, you're drunk, you tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just waiting until you tell us sober. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, I know. He's like, I know it's your moment, but we don't got time right now. <laughs> He's like, guys, there's something I got to tell you. Like, you're gay. Yeah, we know. you're gay. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, we know it's your moment, but we don't got time right now. It was funny. So, yeah, they send him out in the Skintendo suit. He fucks some shit up, and then he ends up blowing up. And then they come in shooting. A lot of things blow up in this movie. They blow up a dog. And the and... chick uh, beats up uh, Blake, Joel, and calls him the get word. Oh yeah, they're, and that's when he really like, gets pissed. They're having like a cat fight. Yeah, yeah. Basically, and the way I said that, the f- they they uh, that's said, a reference to workaholics. Yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, Deputy Dong episode with the uh, you know uh, uh, the guy from uh, Broken Lizard guy, Super Troopers guy. Oh, uh, Farva. Yeah, because okay. he's always saying that. Uh, oh that, that yeah, word. he's like. He's like, you keep calling me gits. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. It's a good episode. <laughs> like, 
Um, you guys know Ramirez? <laughs> when cops wait, when Irish cops arrest you, you, you better, better run, run and hide, hide. <laughs> but don't run from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> it was like parts like there was some funny parts in the movie, but then also I was like I could have just watched like four or five episodes of Workaholics and uh-huh. probably got his more laughs and enjoyed it more. But <laughs> oh yeah. When uh, Blake says uh, <laughs> the butt is better than the vagina, <laughs> Adam's like, chicks have butts too, though. <laughs> yeah. um, and then someone throws the dick. Oh, that's when you realize Homeboy's not dead. Yeah, Daniel the Stern's who, not dead. Yeah. He, uh, he throws the dick right at the dude's face. He like or was it the hits dude? Him in the or the chick? Chest. I don't know. He saves him. Oh, I think it was the chick. He saves the day at the very end of the movie by throwing his dick. <laughs> and he's like, right in the numbers. Because <laughs> he's old college football player. Uh, yes. How did the fucking main bad guy die? I'm having... He's getting away in the helicopter. Oh, yeah. And, uh,. They're trying to like convince him to take the money and uh, let them have the bay. Let the bay, but the bags were full of explosives. Yeah, basically. they did the old switcheroo, but switcheroo the guy shot the bag, the bay. Yeah, in the bag and then kicked him off. Um, they did the switcheroo, uh, and then they end up blowing the helicopter up with all the bombs that were around people's necks previously. They saved the and day. then we're at the end. Mark Cuban buys their story as for a video game. And they get rich. Cut to them on a cruise ship. Happy ending. They're Blake with straight hair. Rich. He looks super weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to like get the uh, gay dudes on the boat and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're all really proud of you <laughs> for embracing These it. guys are just... They're all about being best friends. That you know what I mean. They're like they love being. That's their favorite thing in the world is being best friends with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And then they set up a sequel with that boat that chases them afterwards. You know. And then oh yeah. <laughs> cuts to uh, the uh, game credits. Over, game game overboard. overboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wonder if they'll do it. Kind of wish Kyle would have made an appearance. You know. The yeah, drug he's not dealer. in it at all. Yeah. But even though. That's that movie. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't like butcher it too much. <laughs> I know. It's, it was kind of hard explaining yeah. it a little bit. It's like any 80s, early 90s action movie, but with the workaholics with guys. With a lot of fucking comedy, raunchy comedy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely rated R as fuck. <laughs> as fuck. As, as far as they could go. Um... Uh, ratings ratings rewatchability you go first okay <laughs> uh, i'd say rewatchability um we had like a fair amount maybe coming in from up top you know <laughs> low pressure low pressure front coming in i don't know i say we got like a 30 to 40 percent chance that i rewatch this movie in the next year or two maybe and i kind of feel the same about that I'd, i'm gonna give it a five 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 out of going ten. low huh? yeah That's i'm f- being real i give it a five all right i think i'm gonna go seven five <laughs> seven out of ten 
7.5. It's really fun. I just enjoy these guys so much. I think they are hilarious. Their podcast is great, except for too many commercials, too many ads. I, hate that. I know. I hate that All these shit. big people who have podcasts, just, know, just tons of ads on this. I shit. tried to listen to the Metallica podcast where they're talking about making the Black Album. And it's like seven ads minutes of fucking ads yangs. in that shit. I'm like, fuck. Oh, but yeah, so seven. What you, so seven, seven, five. seven, five. I'll give it seven, five. That's not too bad. That's more than the people gave it on the internet. I know. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. <laughs> it's 18 Like, it's worth a watch, especially if you like workaholics. If you like workaholics, chances are there'll at least be parts in this movie that you enjoy, which yeah. I did. You know, those funny parts, but I don't know. Cool. It's just, I'd rather watch workaholics at the end of the day. At the end of the day. the end of the day. Alrighty then. There speaking you have of, it. Speaking of days. This next movie we're going to talk about is all about one high schooler taking one day off with his friend (laughs) and his girlfriend (laughs) to show him a good time in Chicago. The 1986 classic movie. John Hughes, Ferris Ferris Bueller's Bueller's Day Day Off. Get it. We didn't plan that out either. That was cool. (laughs) We're getting better at this. Day boom boom. Yeah. Ferris Bueller, 1986, like you said. Bueller. Let me get. Let's see. 80% Rotten Tomatoes. That's a lot better than the last movie. Yeah, what's 92 audience score. That is way better, yeah. This movie was actually. Put into like the uh, National Registry of Movies, like the Library of Congress. Like it's, it's certain movies, you know, they've done over time. It's like you put it in because it's like culturally or like historically impactful or something like that. So, you know, it's good if it's getting put into some shit like that. Yep, yep. But um, yeah, written and directed by John Hughes, who. Was on a hell of a run in the 80s with oh, movies. Man. He was like, can't miss. Breakfast Club. National right? Lampoon's Vacation. Like, he wrote a lot of shit, oh, even if he didn't shit. direct I didn't him. look up the movies he did, but yeah, I just National knew, Lampoon's Vacation. That one. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, yeah. Bueller. A lot of shit. He uh, wrote, I mean, he wrote Home Alone. Oh, shit. Home Alone. Yeah, it's a John Hughes movie. There's a connection there. Yeah, I think there's a yeah, there's a connection there. <laughs> home Alone guy. Yeah, Home Alone guy. Yeah, he um, yeah, I guess he like wrote the screenplay like out of nowhere, like the basic idea. Took it to Paramount, pitched it the next day, got it greenlit, and wrote the whole script in a week. Wow. Yeah, apparently he's just like a. A cyborg when it came to writing fucking movie <laughs> scripts and shit. Just lock yourself in a hotel room yeah. or some shit. They had a a budget of five million dollars, and it made seventy million dollars. Fucking seventy million dollars, Jack. Dollars. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it did pretty well. It did, didn't it? Matthew Broderick. Fucking. We're in Broderick, the money. Broderick. 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 Ferris. Plays the main character. 
He's a clever, Ferris lucky, Bueller. carefree, charismatic rapscallion. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Or does he exist at all? We'll get but to that later. he's cool, and he's got tricks up his sleeve, yeah. and he's the guy you wish you were in high school. Yeah, and then his best friend Cameron, Alan Ruck, oh, darn. Speed, yeah, oh darn, from Speed, and uh, Rabbit from Twister. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's in Twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of, too. I was trying to think of, because I remember thinking of that. I didn't write it down. Yep. I guess, like, Emilio Estevez was originally offered the role of uh, Emilio. of um, Cameron, but turned it down. So, that worked out for Alan Ruck. I know. I don't know. I don't see Estevez. Can't see it, yeah. But you got Charlie Sheen in there. Charlie Sheen, later. his brother, is in there, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so... It's kind of like an odd movie, because there's not a lot of movies where the character breaks the fourth wall and oh, talks yeah, to the camera. talks to the camera like uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, Ferris Bueller talks to the camera the whole movie. Um, yeah, so he takes a day off. That's basically it. Like, he literally doesn't go to school one day yeah, and does print, a whole bunch of crazy shit. to be sick, and it shows him, like... When you first yeah. see him in bed and shit, he's got like a five o'clock shadow and shit. And like yeah. he, he don't look like no high schooler. <laughs> no, it's like. But that's like every every, every movie, movie they yeah. you know, actors are older than he's they like play. He's like thirty five. I don't know how old he was, but nah, probably not thirty five. Nah, he's like twenty four. I think I looked it up. But yeah, yeah. Everybody in like in the movies, if you watched movies where people are in high school as a kid, you're like everybody looks old. Yeah, it's like, like they are. You watch like Dazed and Confused as like thirty year old Ben Affleck or some <laughs> shit. And you're like, man, high school's gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah, but um, right off the bat, he's talking to the camera. He's telling you how to trick your parents into letting you stay home sick from school, giving you tips, but like not you know not what also what not to do because you don't want to end up in uh you know going to the doctor, so. You lick your palms. Right, right. But, you know. If it's too hot, if your temperature's too hot or something, yeah. I forget. Yeah, he's like, if he's like, some people say a good phony fever is key, but if you get like an overreactive mom, you might end up at the doctor's office, which is worse than school. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, and it cuts to Ben Stein, who's his teacher in class. Well, it's like later. Is that later? Yeah. Where he's like calling his name on attendance and shit. Oh, okay. No, it Bueller. does. It does cut like right there. Yeah, he's like Bueller. He's like reading, and he's like Adams, Adamsley, and it's just that one pissed off guy in the back. He's like here. <laughs> I would be pissed off too. Like your teacher can see you. He's like Adamsley. I'm right here. Adamsley here. He's like, yeah. that one chick's like, my best friend's brother's sister girlfriend knows from this guy who knows this kid who was like some long drawn out shit. Right. Anyway, Bueller. he's like, Ferris Bueller's staying home from school and there's already like rumors about him being like on the verge of death. Right. And uh, so he's he's asking for Bueller. Obviously, Ferris isn't there. Then he says Fry, which is Cameron, his best friend. You mm-hmm. cut to him. He's like in bed. Sick really or sick. depressed. Oh, yeah. Really more, it was more likely. And uh, Ferris is just like pestering him to get out of bed and come pick him up. Right. Because he doesn't have a car. 
I wrote down that. I read that like Ben Stein didn't have much acting experience before this movie. No. Uh, he was like a lawyer and an economist. Which is funny because... Uh, as a speechwriter for Gerald Ford and Richard Nixon. No shit, politically. That's what I read on the internet. It nice. must be true. It has to be true. I would believe that. Also, what I read was... Uh, you don't uh, want to hear a speech from so him, like, though. Uh, no, <laughs> so he just probably, writes them. He writes them, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, when he's talking to the kids in class, he gives that whole speech about economics and shit. I guess he like improv that. Oh like, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like, what, what can too. you do that in a scene that you know real well? And he's like, economics. He's like, I'll just talk about. I'll just talk about voodoo economics. And <laughs> yeah, he's like right. writing this shit. He's like, anybody, anybody remember? So he's he goes, <laughs> he goes. He's, he's, I don't. Know. <laughs> that is cool he's that like, he's, yeah he knew he the whole just thing basically teaching teaching basically yeah, yeah from his own mind he's like d-o-o economics anybody anybody <laughs> it's voodoo economics <laughs> i don't know he like took that like little acting gig in this movie and like parlayed that into like his own show and stuff yeah. when ben, ben stein's St- yeah, money and shit when ben stein's i cool. remember that uh, yeah, I know I've seen him in other shit too, but I I can't think of it right now. Well, then it, it cuts back to uh, Alan Ferris. He's like oh. uh, he's like on the phone with like kids at school, telling them how sick he is and shit. Because like like it shows kids in school and they're like, hey, everybody here, like everybody knows like a different story about him being yeah. sick. He's a popular kid, and so he's like I- spreading. Honestly, Ferris Bueller, he's. He's crafty. He's crafty, but he wouldn't He's smart. He wouldn't be able to exist in today's world. Like if you trick a whole town into thinking you're dead and it just turns out to be a lie. Like, <laughs> like thinking you're dying, it it's turns like out the to boy be a lie. Cried wolf. It's like that's kinda of fucked up. It was like some fuck he's like, that's kinda of fucked up if you're watching it. But uh Yeah, he gets everybody to think he's sick, he needs like a kidney transplant, and he's got the computer, uh He's like uh he's like a hacker. He like hacks into the school to change the number of sick days oh, he has. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a call back to this movie he was in prior called War Games. Have you seen War Games? Uh uh-uh. In that movie he plays a hacker and uh, he like hacks like the government and is like almost starts World War Three, like almost accidentally like launches nukes. You know that old saying like, Do you want to play a game? Yeah. That's from that movie. Oh shit! Where he like plays a computer program uh, in a game, and it's like uh, he saves the world. Anywho, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, he's hacking shit because he was in war games. <laughs> he's hacking things. He removes his sick days. Yeah, you see the numbers go down go as down. T- the principal's talking. He's like, he's I'm the principal, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Principal Rooney. So he's a. Uh, <laughs> he's getting. He gets his friend to finally get out of the bed and come over. He's got a whole day planned, apparently. And, um, yeah, he's really good at outsmarting everything. Yeah, he's like he's three a steps step ahead. ahead of, yeah, three. three. Three steps ahead. He's got contingency plans for everything. Um, so he's his goal, now that he's got his best friend, he's going to get his girlfriend out of school. Right. And... Uh, She's got to be in on it too because when the nurse comes to the to the classroom, she starts getting ready like she knows it's coming, like she's waiting and expecting to get out of class. Let's say her grandma died or something. Yeah, her grandma died. So then they find out 
that Sloane's getting out of school, that she's dating Ferris Bueller, and Mr. Rooney, the principal, has it out for Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And so he's like, something's <laughs> not guy. quite right. He's like, he smells like a plan. He smells like some bullshit. And Boo-hoo-win. so he's like, he's like, get me Sloane's parents' phone number. And he's, he calls him. And uh, that's where we got a clip. Oh, yeah. We got a clip. Whenever you kind of you'll kind of see how he's outsmarting how Ferris Bueller's three steps ahead of everybody in this movie. Right. Poor little lamb. I love that lady. She cracks. Who's this girl going out with? (laughs) She's pulling pencils out of her hair and shit. I do see her with Ferris Bueller. Just her Wisconsin accent. (laughs) I love it. Would you get me Mr. Peterson's daytime number, please? Sure. (laughs) I love this shit. Ed Rooney's office. This is George Peterson. Oh, uh, please hold. <laughs> How do you know it's Mr. Peterson? So that's Alan Ruck's character yeah. doing you a voice. You still want his daytime number? You still want his daytime number? <laughs> Ed Rooney. Ed, this is George Peterson. How are you today, sir? Well, we've had a bit of bad luck this morning, as you may have heard. Yeah, I heard, and... Oh, I'm all broken up. That guy Boy, was also in the past. What a blow. Do you remember yeah. the past? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, I know uh, I've seen it. like the morning, guy hunting uh, John Leguizamo. But he's also in Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, sure. Yo, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you uh, you, you just produce a corpse and uh, <laughs> I'll release Sloan. <laughs> he asked him to I want to yeah. see this dead he, grandmother he first. Because he knows he's... It's like a plan. Full of shit, oh, yeah. Grace, it's Ferris Bueller, a little twerp. I'm going to set That's a trap outrageous. and let him fall right into it. Trying to ask. Ask for a body. Uh, a body. Uh, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry, did... You say you wanted to see a body? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, roll her old bones on over here, and I'll dig up your daughter. You know that school policy. Uh, was this your mother? Uh, no, my, my wife's mother. Ed Rooney's office. Hi, this is Ferris Bueller. Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Thank you. Uh, hold. I'll tell you what, dipshit. You don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Cat. Pucker up, buttercup. What? Ferris Bueller's online, too. I like how they use the music in this movie for certain parts like that. Yeah, it really fucking hit him right there. Listen, uh, I'm sorry to disturb you at work, but I'm not feeling very well today. And I was wondering if it might be possible for my sister to bring home any assignments for my classes that I might need. Have a nice day. <clears throat> Mr. Peterson? Um... <coughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think I owe you an apology, sir. Well, I should say you do. <laughs> I, uh... That's Cameron. I, I, I... Well, I think you should be sorry, for Christ's sake. A family member dies, and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you, anyway? Uh, uh, uh... Well, I heard I, he was doing an impression I, I, of I, I someone really he know, knew. Sir. I mean, I, sure. I, I didn't think I was talking to I you. Read I that. thought I was talking to somebody else. You know, sir, that I would never deliver... Yeah. yeah, I heard he's doing an impression of... I forget who... Maybe a teacher or something. I don't know. But yeah, there's an example of him, Ferris Bueller, 
being a step ahead. Like he knew to call and make it seem like it wasn't him, you know, yeah. which is like, <laughs> he's always one step ahead of that everybody. Fun, fun he gets scene. his girlfriend out of school and they start on their, uh, they start on their adventure. On their adventure. Hey, I'm going to grab a couple beers real quick. We okay. can cut this out. Cool. Hey, this, thing even, this thing already kicked off. Oh, well. Alright, where were we? Fake oh. sick. Uh, we're back. The whole class is fucking bored. <laughs> um, They're all falling asleep in Ben Stein's class. Right, yeah, that's... Uh, like, the, the dude's been drooling over his desk and shit. <laughs> like, I don't know, it does a good job. Well... I don't know, like, uh, I could relate a little bit to it, but you can tell, like, like, in a lot of John Hughes movies I've noticed is, like, like, in Home Alone, you're like, what the fuck does Kevin's dad do for a job? What does his parents do? He's got this big-ass house. What the fuck's going yeah. on? Yeah. Same thing with, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, they're, like, kind of, like, upper-class, sort of rich, white suburbia-like yeah, thing seem, going on. they all seem pretty well off. They well got, off. Nice cars. Cameron's Ferrari. dad's got a nice house and a Ferrari and shit. You're like, well, you know, must be nice. <laughs> you know <laughs> That's where I'm be? at, the Ferrari parties. Like, must be nice. Convincing him to take out his dad's car. His beloved, the most coveted thing his dad has in life, which is his car. He kind of like, Ferris kind of bullies Cameron into doing it, uh-huh. more or less. Oh, is it going? Jesus Christ, this thing. All right. It was just playing. So, yeah. And uh, the freaking license plate said nervous. Yeah. What is that about? I don't know. Probably just because Cameron's nervous, right? He's such a nervous Nelly. It's uh, Also, there's a thing with the license plates in the movie. All the main cars for the main characters, their license plates, all have meaning. Like uh, the mom's car, her license plates, the acronym is for vacation, like National Lampoon's oh. Vacation. Uh, the sister's car, Jeannie, is uh, the Breakfast Club. Like, the acronym is for the Breakfast Club. and uh, <laughs> Nice. Yeah, like, each car has, like, their own. So, if, next time you're watching Ferris Bueller... That's a fun little Easter egg. You spot egg. the little Easter egg with the license plates. You know, thank God people notice shit. <laughs> but they, uh, uh... So, they start going off. They go to get, um... They're going to go eat lunch at, like, a real fancy restaurant. Well, first of all... Yeah, the fancy restaurant. you got to call bullshit. Oh, they... W- I've never been to Chicago, but I'm just going to guess that traffic's not that of a, much of no, a breeze. traffic fucking through. sucks. Though. Yeah. Dude, I've been... I saw Tool there, and it was the worst, bro. Yeah, Ferris Bueller, they're like, hey, we'll just take a trip downtown, no big deal. And they just get wherever they need to go super well, they, fast. They park the car in that little garage, and they, <clears> there's <throat> that sketchy guy that they hand the keys to. And yeah, and well, they kind of fuck up, because they, like, instantly label this guy as, like, dumb and stupid. Like, they're like, you uh, speak English? He's like... <laughs> A little bit. You know what I mean? He starts playing him immediately because they underestimated him sure, and took him for yeah, like a yeah. fool. So they drop, yeah, they drop the Ferrari off. And you see them just And then when they're out. walking away, the, that guy and his buddy he works with just take off Jumps in the Ferrari. In, yeah, take off. So these guys have this Ferrari. The whole time they're downtown, they're driving the shit <laughs> out of this Ferrari. And um, the three of them go to uh, eat lunch. It's like a real fancy restaurant. Ferris is just bullshitting his way through the whole day. 
he looks at the uh, the dining list and just picks a name, and it's like a famous guy. He's got to, again, outsmart everybody. He just outsmarts everybody through this whole movie. I know, right? Yeah. It's like a lot going on. It's like a real upbeat movie, too. Like, uh, the music, everything's like real upbeat, which is kind of like... Where Cameron's like a real kind of like Debbie Downer and depressed character. Kind of like we were talking about before uh, we were recording. Like that was like what Cameron would have done at your uh, fucking concert, right? Oh. Where you said you guys are kind of being Debbie Downers. Yeah, and we then, were being Downer. We're, we're going to uh, talk about that on probably the next episode, uh, we'll Louder Than Life. Yeah. Me and Sarah went. We'll yeah. talk about our experience, yeah. but yeah, we I, were we I, were being a little bit of yeah. a downer. Everybody's been some Debbie Downer. I told you about how I was like a Debbie Downer with some friends at Kings Island, and you're like, "Why did you even come?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, My it puts bad. you in your place, and you're yeah. like, "Fuck, man!" I'm I was fuck. like, "Fuck, why am I being? Yeah, why am I being that's this what, way?" That's kind of what happened yesterday. But um, they uh, trick they tricked over the Maitre D. Ferris is really good with phone calls, like making phone calls and getting everybody to do their part. Just three steps ahead the whole time. Just three steps ahead. Yeah, they end up going uh, to the baseball game. Yeah, they go to a baseball game. They, they go dodge to their a, dad like uh, yeah. on the way, I think. Uh, they go to a museum, baseball game. Uh, they go to like Sears Tower. They're up in the tower. Oh, yeah. We almost did that. Me no and Sarah shit. almost, but we then we didn't. <laughs> that would be cool. Like I've never we, been to Chicago. So. We went to Chicago to see Tool, and then we spent the next day there, and then we drove home. And it was cool seeing like the skyline, like the aerial view of Chicago in this movie. Because I was pointing out like, there's Navy Pier. There's where we took the little cruise. There's fucking. I was oh, hoping yeah. it showed Buckingham Palace. You guys went or to not the Buckingham, uh, <laughs> Buckingham went, Fountain. Didn't you? Yeah, you went to the uh, Married with Children Fountain, right? Yeah, I that's go what there. that is. Yeah, <laughs> love and the marriage, <laughs> Chicago. Um, yeah, they uh, do all this crazy shit, and you know they don't have to wait in line for anything. You know, it's just you know, know. movie magic. You know, right? Movie magic. I guess you got to keep the story going. Got to keep it going. It's and, like a um, Star Wars reference when they're like flying through the when car. When the two guys are in the <laughs> plays Ferrari, the, yeah. plays the Star like the Ferrari like <laughs> flies overhead, <laughs> like the beginning of the first Star Wars movie with the ship, yeah, <laughs> which is fun. Oh, uh, there's a parade, and they they forgot about the parade. Sing uh, the song. Ferris Bueller gets up on a parade float, takes over. Does and then, uh, like the whole town, whole, whole city town's fucking dancing and shit, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, like which what is, is crazy. What is that? I forget the song already. Shake it up, shake it up, twist and shout. The oh, Beatles. I was just singing Lennon. that earlier. And then they do. That's probably um, why. They do that, and uh, well, they do Donka Shane first. Donka Shane, darling, Donka Shane. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, uh, I'm a high school kid. Let me get on this float. And just take over. And they're like, yeah, sure, kid. Do whatever <laughs> yeah, you want. Do what you want. Do you're what Ferris you, Bueller. You're Ferris Bueller. Do whatever you want. There's no limitations for you. What kind of a name is Ferris anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Do you know any other Ferrises? There's no, no Ferris. I know zero Ferrises and zero Buellers. I know a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I've heard of that. 
<laughs> I wonder if like maybe he was conceived on a Ferris wheel. Oh, uh, so we can start our own the, fan the, theory the and put this par- shit on Reddit. Parents were kinky. Yeah, get on Reddit oh. and be like, new Ferris Bueller <laughs> fan theory. Why is he named Ferris? <clears throat> His parents banged on a Ferris wheel, which also the parents did bang in real life, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And didn't... Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Bueller met when they made the movie the and they got married. Nice. And didn't uh, Broderick uh, date his sister? Maybe. That sounds weird, but... <laughs> but not in real life. <laughs> right. And then, um, so all the time, all the while the parade and shit's going on, you, uh, you get the principal at his house like fucking intruding bro looking through windows yeah. fucking peeking he's, through the doggy door yeah he's being a real fucking uh piece of, yeah <laughs> he's at well like so he's like searching for him he knows ferris bueller's out there he searched for him he goes to like a like a little pizza joint arcade place he thinks he sees ferris oh, yeah. but it's a chick she it's turns chick. around and spits the uh drink in his face <laughs> right right but one of my favorite parts is uh got a pretty good laugh out of me he's like he goes up to the uh like the pizza window where the cooks are in that restaurant and like gets some napkins to wipe the coke off his face that that chick just spit in his face there's a baseball game going on and he's like who's winning or he's like he's like what's the score and the guy goes nothing nothing and he goes who who's winning and the guy's like the bears And then as soon as he as soon as he turns away on the TV, you see Ferris and Cameron and them are on TV at the baseball game. As soon as Rooney turns away, right, right. And then you see him. He catch. I mean, he catches the fly ball. I mean, there's so much going on in this movie that he's just the man. He's the man. Like, (laughs) I feel bad if that was a real kid and you were Cameron, you'd just be like, "Fuck, dude!" Like. (laughs) No, everything's going for Everything him. Everything just goes so right for this guy. And the like, and the principal gets into the house, and the sister is there. She's out to catch him too. His sister's out to catch him right, as right. well. She's pissed Ferris. at because everything goes his way. He's tricking his parents and getting away with everything. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can't get away with anything, and this motherfucker gets away with everything. So she's out trying to catch him too to bust him and she's at home and uh she goes in and finds out his little dummy system that he rigged up yeah which that might be like foreshadowing for home alone since john hughes wrote the little he's rigging stuff up you know like gadgets like and and game over man yeah yeah true yeah that (laughs) is well even though that's not rigging stuff up it's not john but you know those guys saw home alone oh of course so it's, it's all connected it's all connected and uh he gets kicked in the face, the principal, yeah. by the sister. He's sneaking in. <laughs> like, he got by the dog. There was a dog got attacked by a dog, their dog. Oh, yeah. He, so he's, like, sneaking in, and the sister hears him. She's coming downstairs. They think they catch, they're both catching Ferris. they're, like, converging Ferris. at, like, the corner, and the guy, he's, like, Ferris. Yeah. Or they, she's, like, they, Ferris. They, they like, both Bueller. think they're about to catch him. Yeah, they jump out to scare each other. She knocks him out, kicks him in the face, calls the police. And then the police, when she calls the police, she's like, hi, there's a man. He's uh, in my house. And they're like, who are you? She's like, my name is Jeannie Bueller. And they're like, and she's just possibly like, yes, I'm glad you care about my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> like the police dispatcher, like. I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, she calls the police and she's trying to tell them, you know, 
that she's like in trouble and they're like what's your last name she's like bueller and she's just silent for a minute she's like I'm glad you care about my little brother, but there's a man in my house. Like, so it's like even reached the police station yeah, where like that's wild. everybody's pulling for him and shit. Like it's so out of hand. And they then, put up like signs like on a big tower, like save Ferris. People are taking up oh, yeah, collections I they really for did him. that. And, and one of the things I looked up. It's still there. That'd be cool. Well, I don't know if it's by. still there, but they really did it for the movie. Oh, put and the I thing forget up. why the... Flower guy shows up, but that's Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson? Um, yeah. Vaguely. He just delivers flowers? What are the, I forget why he do. Oh, to get well, because people are sending Ferris things. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And Rooney's there, and the, when he gets in the car, he goes, bop, 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 and Rooney goes, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He parks in front of a fire hydrant, too, and he gets his car towed. Oh, yeah. Like, everything is going wrong for Rooney, while meanwhile, everything just goes right for Ferris, Ferris the whole time. Uh, yeah, so they've been to the parade. They went to the they went to the art museum. They went out to eat the baseball game. They've had a hell of a day. Yeah, then they realize the mileage They on get the, the car. car back. They get the Ferrari back, and they're driving. They notice there's a few hundred extra miles that's been put on the car. And uh, Cameron has, like, a freak out, like, a mental breakdown. And they're trying to, like, get him to wake up. Oh, yeah, he sinks in the pool. They take him to a pool when he just... <laughs> just sinks, sinks to, the, to the, bottom. the bottom of the pool to try and kill himself or <laughs> whatever. Ferris saves him, and then for whatever reason, that, like, snaps out of him. Like, he snaps out of whatever state Yeah. he was in. And he's kind of like, fuck it. Yeah, he's like... He's like acting like he's dead, and he like wakes up, and he's like, "Ferris Bueller, you're my hero." <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, yep. Charlie Sheen pops in at the police station. At the police station, because they ended up arresting uh, Jeannie because they said she made a fake phone call to the police. So she's at the police station. Yeah. Her, their mom's got to pick her up. She's talking to Charlie Sheen, and they end up kind of, like, hooking up a little bit. Yeah. Freaking Charlie Sheen. And then, uh, also, so at the they same, at, at that same time, to to remove the miles from the car, their right. bright idea is to put to it in reverse, reverse, to, like, reverse the miles off. And that doesn't that work. That doesn't work. He's Come like, on. He's like, well, I thought that might happen. We'll just have to crack the odometer and turn it back by. <laughs> That's all. Just, yeah. He's like, yeah, they got it up on a jack, and yeah. they're just, they got a brick on the accelerator in reverse. Yeah. And so. And then that's when. That's when Alan, Alan Ruck is like, fuck this. Like, I'm tired of being scared or whatever. Yeah, he's maybe, it seems like he grew up in a very cold household not a lot of love and attention his uh-huh. old man might be like abusive towards him a little bit yeah and he flips out and he starts kicking the shit out of the ferrari and uh it eventually he kicks it so much and he puts the, some the weight on it falls. the jack falls and the ferrari like reverses out of the out, garage out of the through window, a window the and fucking like, clip it yeah. just crashes down <laughs> the ferrari's toast to the brush below and he's freaking out, but it's like one of those character development moments. He's like, "I'm gonna talk to my dad about he's like, it. I'm a, I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame." And it's playing like the real like 
Phoenix Rising music behind him. It's like real good music. Like he's standing up for himself. We gotta fucking be behind this guy. And then uh, Ferris Bueller has to make it home. He's running out of time. He's got to be home yeah, by six. The chase home, man. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And it's because it's like the sister was driving or whatever from with the, the police mom. station. The mom was like reading something. They never catch Ferris, but yeah, his sister she slams does. on the brakes, you know, to try to avoid hitting uh-huh. Ferris. And the mom never looks up to see. No, she's like her papers <laughs> go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then Ferris and his sister make eye t- contact, and the race is on. Right. Who, who's going to get home first? She wants to bust them so bad, so he's running, cutting through people's houses right backyard backyards fucking he runs by the two chicks sunbathing he runs by him <laughs> he comes and back. then he comes back he's like hi ferris bueller, <laughs> ferris bueller. smooth it's all smooth about it and shit smooth. he runs through the house he's like no don't get up and like the the guy's getting up he's like food smells great i don't know they've parodied that so many times and things throughout the years like just that that scene it's all right. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants nobody wants to see us anyway. Uh. uh and then yeah, is is the principal's running chasing there too, isn't he? Or is no, he, he's still there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's still there. Rushes, so, he's rushed, He's trying to get back in bed before everything. Yeah. So Ferris, he's running through the neighborhood. He like hits a trampoline jump jumps over the fence and has he's coming down like the music's crescendoing like i love that little song i don't know what it is there but i could just be driving just you always love those i dude i love the music in movies is so important to me like yeah just I don't know. I love music and um, You already know he's going to pull it off because he's Ferris Bueller. Well, he gets he doesn't almost pull it off. Well, but get, you know. He gets in to your the mind, house. You know, you know he's going to. The door is the back door is locked and he goes to get the spare key. The spare key's gone and Rooney puts his foot down and he's like looking for this and he's got the key. You think Ferris finally got busted, but his sister saves his ass at the end of it. Yeah. And she lets him inside. He goes upstairs just in time. I know. And uh, everything's perfect. Together. Yeah, Everything Perfectly. came together. And he's like, life moves pretty fast. If you don't look around once in a while, you can miss it. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel that. I feel like all of a sudden I'm 32. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's basically that's it. That's the end of the movie. Now you ready for... Uh, I found some dark fan theories. I've, I think we've. You uh, got both, some I've heard fan of theories, it. yeah. I've heard of that one. We I, should start that one about him being named Ferris because his parents banged in a Ferris wheel. <laughs> we should add that to the <laughs> list of fan theories. Um, Which ones do you got? I wrote that. Well, I don't have like a bunch of them, but I've only got two, like two main the, ones. The uh, I just I wrote down that this is in Chicago, right? This movie. Set in Chicago, but the their house, the Bueller house, is in Long Beach, California. Hollywood. That's right. So they filmed that there. The whole movie's bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all I bullshit. hate it now. It wasn't even really Chicago. It was just a backdrop. It's like backlot. So 
But yeah, that main fan theory, I think, is where it's like the Fight Club Yeah, the Fight Club theory. Where Alan Ruck is Ferris Bueller in his mind or something. Ferris Bueller is his Tyler Durden. Right, right. Ferris Bueller is is Edward Norton's Brad Pitt. Right. (laughs) Cameron is Edward Norton. Ferris Bueller's Brad Pitt, <laughs> if you're thinking Fight Club. Yeah. And, like, that kind of tracks if it you, does. Like, think and about that's it. That's kind of how I watched the movie because I've heard that theory before. And, uh, yeah. Like, in the theory, they, they reference certain parts of the movie, and it makes a lot of sense. Like, if he's, like, depressed and psychotic breaks, he's created this other character to, you know, everything he wished he could be. Yeah. Like Sloane's like a girl he's got a crush on in school that he yeah. could never have, but Ferris Bueller can have her. That's why Ferris Bueller gets away, everything works out, shit like that. And then at the end of the movie, like he finally fought his fears or whatever, and he's he's good now. So he doesn't need Ferris Bueller anymore kind of thing. Uh-huh. But the other one I saw was that. I saw that one. And the other main one that I thought was noteworthy was the... Uh, uh, Ferris Bueller is stuck in a Groundhog Day situation. Oh. Like Bill Murray. I think I came across Day. that while researching, but I didn't read it, you know. That makes really sense, too, it. because he's got everything meticulously planned out, but it's as if he's just doing it all on the spot and it doesn't, doesn't care. Like he's done that day so many times, he knows exactly he what's going to yeah, happen. He knows all the he's tricks. He's got contingency plans. Okay, if Rooney calls this, I need to have a voicemail. That way we don't get caught. You know what I mean? So he's got the voicemails are like already recorded. I mean, he's, he crams all this stuff into like an eight-hour period. It's like he's like – Yeah, everything he's got works so many out. plates spinning. In the yeah, he's like – it's like he's done it for years or whatever. Times, like right, countless right. times. He's, fit, yeah. he's perfected the day. He knows exactly where to sit to catch the foul ball. <laughs> you know, you know? Right, right. He knows exactly what to – he just has done the day so many times. That's interesting. I, yeah. like, I like that theory. Yeah, they present some uh, Did you ever... some nods to it where like at the end of the movie or whatever, his mom's like, how would you get so sweet? And he's like, years of practice because mm. he's got them all tricked. And he's like – he's so like – comically out in the open about it too it's like you know it's like he's done it so much where he's just like i can be this fucking <laughs> i can just do this shit he's my parents will buy it yeah so i thought that one was kind of cool i do i do like that the did you ever watch that uh the newer movie on hulu hulu movie palm springs with uh Oh, Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. No. It's basically another fucking Groundhog's Day thing. I thought you were going to say Paul Dano, and I was going to just <laughs> fucking rage. Punch you in the face Punch just for saying his name. Face for saying. <laughs> no. I think we're saying his name is not Dano either. Paul Dano, it's like pronounced some weird. It's is like it? It's like Dirt and Dirte. You know, it's like... Paul Dano. It's churched up a little bit. Paul Dano. It's Yes, Eli, you were the bad brother. Paul was... He's the smart one. He's the smart one. He's got a nice little business. Three wills, $5,000 a week. (laughs) (laughs) That movie, like, stuck with me. So good. So good. Yeah, that was Ferris Bueller's day off. Ferris Bueller, man. We didn't have as many... We're going to have to start shorting these up, man. Are we getting too long? (laughs) Well, I mean... 
It's not as long as the last one, but but it's. I mean, it's fine. Really. We're figuring it it's out. It's fine, really. But you're on the journey. You should like try and you know. Sh- keep them well the original we idea was to do like a half hour on each I know. one and we'll keep the podcast at like an hour like I, I don't know i guess i've been writing down too many beats of the movie you know yeah uh, maybe we could skip some things sure. throughout movies right we're figuring know. it out and uh yeah we're just we're going figuring out you're along the journey with us and will we ever figure it out who knows who knows who knows on to the rating oh yeah you go you go first this time I think I'm going to go 6.5. 6.5. For this one. I liked it. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it that much. 6.5 much. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know. When's the, when do you think the next time you'd watch it? Um, I could see watching it with my kids or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting them down fucking... To watch this classic. Classic. Yeah, I so mean, we've seen think. it so many times, I guess. So, it's... I, I actually haven't seen it that oh, many times. Man, I have. It's been a few times. I, like, found it, like, in middle school and just watched the shit out of it. It's pretty great. I don't know. I, like... I think I've watched uh, the other one first, Breakfast Club. I've I kind of like that one. Times. Like, when I was younger growing up. Yeah, it's like another one where I'm like, you know, I'm like, so this is where some like chicks who grew up watching The Breakfast Club thinks that like abusive relationships are good. I don't know. That's like one thing I took away from that Judd movie. Nelson. Yeah, he's like a total dick to uh, what's her face in the movie. He, like slaps her and shit, but he like still gets her at the end. Like so, like all the dudes in the '80s were just like writing notes down, like treat Emilio woman like shit. You will win. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. See ya. John Hughes used it up. Yep. So John if I Hoof? were to watch it, it'd probably be with my kids. I don't know. That's cool. Um, I give it a seven. Right around the same spot. Yeah, right around the same spot. Give it a seven. Maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times. It's it was nice to watch it again. Like I enjoyed the watch. Uh, like it wasn't. I didn't not enjoy it. Yeah, we're, next time I'll probably watch it again within the next couple of years for sure. I don't know if somebody was like, if I was like hanging out and they're like, let's watch Ferris Bueller, I'd be like, okay. Sure, throw, sure, it, throw on. it on. You know what I mean? So but let's not forget that Matthew Broderick killed two women. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah. You didn't hear about that? You just did the bad part about it. <laughs> did the bad part about it, bit. I think it was like, yeah, Ferris. Yeah, Matthew Broderick was a great actor. He's killed in that Ferris Bueller movie. But bad part about it is, uh, yeah, you just did it. <laughs> it was, in '87, it was apparently, so he killed two women in Ireland. He was never convicted though. Damn. But he was like, you know, he like murdered driving them. Oh, it was a car on accident. On the wrong side of the road, I oh, guess. Oh no, shit. Some shit like that. I didn't look too deep into it, but I know I've heard that before. Yeah. And I wanted to include You just it. want to throw that out there at the end. <laughs> Let's not forget. Let's not forget. He He's a, a murderer. Job, but, uh, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Jesus Christ. <laughs> remember Inspector Gadget? I don't really uh, yeah, remember the movie, but that. it was him. Yeah, he did do that. Also, the uh, 90s were a little rough for him, maybe. I don't cable know. Cable guy. 
He wasn't Cable Guy. Cable Guy's okay. Some people say it's really great. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a great My one. favorite scene is probably the uh, medieval times. <laughs> or you scream that was shit. a lot of improv, too, uh, I think it was. Where he put the fucking bacon on his face or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess uh, we're at the point where we pick our next oh, movies. Yeah. Okay. Do you got one in mind? I you do. want me to go first? I don't know. I got, I got one. I'll give you. A, go ahead. I'll give you a little hint. It's early two thousands. It's an ensemble. Ensemble cast, and it's a heist movie. Ocean's Eleven. No. <laughs> it's not. That's a good guess, though. That right? was a great guess. I. When I said that, I was like, there was a few movies around that time that is that exact thing. Oh, I know it. Italian Job. Yeah, dude. It's totally Italian Job. <laughs> we were kind of talking about that yeah, uh, that's one of my, a week or two ago. Yeah, I love that movie. It's been forever seen, since I've seen it. I remember liking it, though. Mini Cooper's a fun shit. movie, yeah. It would be nice to go back and watch that. So that's oh, my pick. Italian, Italian you know where Job. where that's streaming at? Or is no, it? I haven't looked. Okay, no, my bad. That's fine. It's on me. All right. So, well... You know, I think a lot of a lot of the fun of these episodes is getting you to watch a new movie. You know, something that maybe you haven't seen that I enjoy. You know. Yeah. Okay. Just. Go but ahead. I'm gonna go with my instinct on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Saddle up, partner. Saddle We're picking up. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we could almost do just a whole episode on Dumb and Dumber, dude. It's going to be hard. I feel like I had to pick a classic, you know, okay. just for once. Probably, probably, next time, I'll probably go back to one that you probably never seen. But, okay. yeah, we got to pick. We got to throw one of these classics that we've seen a million times in there uh, growing up. We are both big Dumb and Dumber fans. Huge Dumb and Dumber fans. I mean, we already said Italian job and shit. It's going to be tough. It might be a long one. <laughs> so you might want to saddle up because saddle it might go. Up, partner. It might go long on the Dumb and Dumber. We might, we might uh, gush over that movie a lot because it's one of the best. It's one of our favorites. One of the best ever. That sounds good with me. Thumbs up. I might even read the book. Oh, for my, the book. For research. <laughs> I got the book. I got too. a copy. Yeah, you got a copy. I that read. is fun. I'll read. We, there was a Dumb and Dumber book. It's like eighty pages long. <laughs> it's like not very long at all. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Good episode. Yep. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through, you are a trooper. And uh, take it sleazy.